Post 82 is brought to you by GameTime, your new go-to app for the best deals on last-minute tickets. Did you know King's ticket prices tend to drop right before the game starts? GameTime tracks prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers. Then shows you all the best last-minute deals with prices up to 60% off. More than 12 million fans have downloaded the GameTime app and discovered the fastest, easiest way to get into the game. There are tickets across all major leagues and teams. So head to the App Store or Play Store now to download Game Time and score awesome deals on last-minute tickets. Good evening, everyone. This is Jason Jones, who was, sorry to apologize ahead of time, dealing with some allergies right now. But uh, So if I sound a little congested, it's just my allergies. Coming to you from Golden One Center, where the Kings uh, knocked off the Boston Celtics 100-99, to handing the Celtics just their second loss of the season. A lot we can get into from this game. Big performances. Kings continue to be a, like a defensive juggernaut, <laughs> if you want to call them that. Just a lot of different things to look at from this game. First thing I want to jump into is just Kings defense. Holton, this is the third game in a row they've held a team to 99 points. Now they're 2-1 in those games. Overall this season, they're 3-1 and one in games where they hold teams under 100 points. What I'm trying to figure out just is, how did this happen? How did this team that was supposed to be a run-and-gun, up-and-down team, you know, put up 110, 120, shoot a lot of threes? How was this team now, in the last two, three weeks or so, become just a grinded-out defensive team? A lot of ways you can look at that. Some of it, I think, is injuries. You know, you lose De'Aaron Fox. Man, it's going to change how you play a little bit. But the biggest thing is just it seems like the mentality and the mindset of this group has changed. I haven't seen a defensive mindset collectively from a Kings team like this since the days of Michael Malone. Remember those days? Uh, what, 2013, 2014, around that time? Yeah. That's the last time I can recall seeing a consistent defensive effort like this. Some people have told me this, this goes back to the Ron Artest days. I wasn't around for those days. But if it goes back that far, it's even worse. But I'm going to give Malone his credit because at that point in time in King's history, Malone was emphasizing the defense. The group had bought in. All the starters had bought into playing defense. The reserves had bought into playing defense. And they had also bought into the idea of being a physical team. So what makes this team physical? I'm going to give you uh, one name that jumps out of it, Rashawn Holmes. Now, this has to be, um, uh, in terms of King signings in the offseason, if you don't include, I mean, I don't include Harrison Barnes, really, the free agent. They resigned him. It was pretty much assumed they were going to bring Harrison back. But of the new players the Kings brought in, Rashawn has easily been the most impactful. And the best bargain, two years and $10 million for your starting center. Ooh, and he's given you everything you've needed at that position. You know, he gives you energy. He protects the rim. He rebounds. He attacks. Attacks the the basket. Rolls hard and pick and roll. Sets good screens. He really is everything the Kings have needed at center for since the days of Demarcus Cousins. You know, they've tried to plug in guys to do different things. You know, at that spot, Willie Cauley Stein had his time there. In terms of the fans, at least, the much maligned Willie Cauley-Stein. I'm not going to get into a big debate about Willie today, but Rashawn Holmes is quickly becoming the identity of the Kings' defense. And how is he doing that? With his tenacity, with his effort. Man, this guy doesn't stop moving. Uh, and today, he just kind of personified all that in the last 20 seconds of the game. Kings are down. they got to get a rebound. They've got to get a stop. 
you know, what does he do? He uh, get, you know, he basically fights with Marcus Smart <laughs> to get the rebound. Holmes fought under the basket. Marcus Smart came out of nowhere, crashed into him. Somehow, Rashawn ends up with the ball, and he makes two free throws to win the game. And uh, made those free throws with 13.3 seconds left on the clock. And then when Boston gets the ball back and tries to score, Marcus Smart's floater, ooh, roll, sat on the rim, rolled on the rim. You know, kind of, you know, you didn't know what was going to happen. It rolls out. But guess who was there to challenge that? It was Rashawn Holmes. Yep, Rashawn Holmes did it again. Congrats to Rashawn Holmes on that. You know, if you, I wouldn't call him the player of the game, but... He definitely made a lot of big plays in the game, and you have to give him credit for what he's meant to his team and how he's really energized him defensively. Next thing to kind of get into this game is Buddy Hill. Now, we know Buddy was pretty talkative after the last game, talking about the officiating, not getting a fair shot, you know, not getting getting a chance to win the game. But what did Buddy do? Uh, Buddy came back with a strong game today against the Celtics. Buddy dropped in 35 points, the season high. Also grabbed six rebounds. Defensively, he was active. He had four steals. Also threw in two assists. And I'm gonna tell you what Luke Walton had to say about Buddy's effort. He had a lot of good things to say about Buddy, but when he talked about Buddy, it wasn't just he was pleased with his offense. He was all he was very pleased with Buddy's all-around effort and what he brought to this game. And like I said, it was a easily one of Buddy's better efforts of the season all around. I mean, the, I'm gonna start with the, stick with the defense first, just because his defense was just so he was active. You know, no one's asking Buddy to be Tony Allen. It would be great if he was Tony Allen, but we're not gonna put that on Buddy to be Tony Allen or one of these uh, top-notch All NBA defenders. But what he can do is give the effort, make it possible to you know to slow guys down, and he did that. You know, like I said, four steals, that's something Buddy can do. He can get in passing lanes and create. And what, let me tell you, now that I've uh, talked a little bit about that already, let me just tell you what Luke had to say about Buddy. He said Buddy was obviously spectacular, but what was great about Buddy and what I told him is we all know he can score and he's going to have random nights like that. But I thought he was committed to the team winning tonight as far as the way he was defending, sliding, just his all-around game. And that's what we need out of Buddy. If we're going to try to win, when we start winning consistently. So can't really disagree with uh, Luke on that. And then when I look at him offensively, what jumps out is that against the Lakers on Friday, Buddy took 15 shots. 14 of them were threes. He made six shots, all threes, but that's a pretty one-dimensional game. And even Buddy's free throws in that game came and he got fouled on three. Buddy's one of the best shooters in the game. No one's going to ever doubt that. But for Buddy to be a more complete player and help this team be a more complete team, you got to get more than this Buddy shooting jump shots. And against the Celtics, they got that from, uh, from Buddy. Buddy took 12 threes, but he took 24 shots overall. So half his shots were not threes. And get this, it was a pretty even split. He made seven threes, seven of his 12 threes. He made seven of his 12 from two. So that's a good, well-rounded game from Buddy, the type of game the Kings need. The only thing, if we're going to nitpick it all, Buddy didn't shoot any free throws. 
you know, maybe he could try to, you know, get in the lane more, create some contact, but that's nitpicking. You can't really hate on the overall effort. The Kings only shot 12 free throws, and as long as they don't have De'Aaron Fox available, as long as they're still struggling to get healthy, the free throw, the number of free throws is going to be an issue. Before we get up out of here, want to shout out a few other guys, and uh, how about just one other guy, really, uh, Nemanja Bielitsa. Uh, you know, after that Laker game, people were, you know, he became kind of a, you know, actually became kind of a, he was a joke. People were creating gifs of him disappearing because LeBron dunked on him. People saying, you know, is he going to make it to the next game? What's going to happen to him? Oh, God, that was awful. And it was, it was a nasty dunk by LeBron. But, you know, in this league, guys get dunked on when they try to play defense. And Nemanja was trying to take a charge. And if anything... I give him credit for, for standing there and letting LeBron run at him, knowing what could happen. Because even if LeBron doesn't dunk it, just the force of LeBron running into him, that's scary enough. That didn't, you know, he says he doesn't care about that stuff. You know, you play a lot of games and that stuff happens. But he had a, a good solid game for the Kings. 12 points, 14 rebounds, 4 assists, a block shot. And <clears throat> excuse me, without uh, Marvin Bagley there to help with the boards, Rashawn Holmes has stepped up. But they need Belly to be more than just a three-point shooter. They need him to be a guy who can board, which he which he did, and a playmaker, four assists. You know, so they're getting a good all-around effort from Nemanja right now. So that's going to bode well for this team that is now five and seven after starting the year zero and five. So yes, yeah, five that's five and two in their that's five and two in their last seven games. So the Kings are playing better ball. Even without De'Aaron Fox, Marvin Bagley, uh, Trevor Ariza was back in the lineup tonight and uh, played just about 15 minutes, but he was able to get back out there, contribute. So things are starting to round into shape a little. I wouldn't say round into shape, but one thing is clear that the Kings aren't just trying to tread water right now. They're going to be out to try to win games and make things happen until they get their team healthy. So I'm going to get up out of here with these allergies. Uh, before I go, i got to say happy Founders Day to the men of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated. Rude to the Q's. Wore my fresh sweater today. Happy Founders Day. And I'm gone. Catch everyone after the Kings play the Phoenix Suns on Tuesday. I'm out.